0: here's right. Everything's just yeah, it, it's here. You've got a beautiful building today. Amen. Wonderful pastor and his wife. Amen. Good praying in the prayer rooms this morning. Good worship. Good singing. Amen. Good presence of heaven. And all we need around here is about 50 more people. Amen. 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 we got everything ready for them. Praise the Lord. Lord. If you've got your Bibles today, Pastor Camarina, so thankful you've invited us to be here. Let's stand for the reading of the word today, and we'll see what God has for us. Amen. Amen. You're probably wondering, can this fat man preach? Well, we'll all decide that when it's all said and done. But I will tell you in the onset, I haven't always been this size. I was was only 30 pounds when I was born, so I've always been this size. Amen, amen. Amen. But it's good to be here today. And I just really feel like God's got something big for us in this house today. Amen, amen. Amen. Luke chapter 17, and we're going to read verses 12 through 19 real quickly. And I just feel this, felt this last night. And so we'll just see what the Lord has for us in this service today. Amen. Luke chapter 17, verses 12 through 19. If you would, if you know how to read, read it with me. If you don't know how to read, just act like you do it. let's just read it out loud together. Let's go. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they walked lifted up their voices and said, Jesus Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, as they were heading to the priest, the Bible says they were cleansed. And one of them when he saw that he was healed, turned back And with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that returned to give God or glory to God save this stranger. And he said unto him, the man that had just been healed, and came back and began to worship him, He said, Arise and go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee what? Whole. And I want to talk for the next few moments on this thought. First things first. First things first. First, would you lift your hands and love him one more time all over this good sanctuary. Jesus, we praise you, Jesus. we love you this morning. God, you are worthy, Lord, of all of our
1: praise and all of our worship. We give you glory and praise and worship today, Jesus. Nobody like you, Lord. Nobody like you, Lord. Nobody like you, Lord.
2: Here I will shut
0: up And here the will shut is the worthy, worthy Worthy, worthy Worthy, Praise the name of the Lord Amen Turn to somebody, two people and high five them And say first things first Say it out loud, say it out loud First
1: things
0: first Amen. God bless you. You can be seated today. Beautiful congregation. Amen. Friendly. I like the friendliness I feel here. If I was looking for a church in this area, I'd feel welcome here. Amen. Amen. The church looks beautiful. You have nothing to be ashamed of here. And God is a blessing. It's almost a full house. Amen. A lot of times folks say, God, give us a bigger building. Well, let's fill up what we got, got in here just about there. Amen. God Amen. is a blessing in this place. Amen. Amen. Thank God for the presence of heaven and the good leadership of this wonderful pastor. Auntie, and y'all are husband and wife, right? Yes, amen, sir. amen. Yes, you know there's brother and sister, amen, mom and dad, whatever the case is. <laughs> uh, amen, we're glad they're here. Good God for the presence of heaven today. Amen. But I I want to preach today on first things first. Amen. Everybody say again, first things first. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But in our text we find here today, I want to jump right into it this morning, we find where Jesus was entering into a certain village of Samaria. And there were ten men that were lepers. And the Bible said they were standing up far off. Amen. They were at a distance from everybody else, but they were near the gate. Amen. And uh, these men had leprosy. And I know anybody that's been around for any length of time knows what leprosy is. It is a disease that gets a hold of the skin. It's incurable and uh, it eats away at the skin. It causes earlobes to fall off of heads. It causes patches of hair to fall out. Eyelids to rot off Fingers, lips, nose, toes. All throughout the body, the skin would just rot and stink. And it was contagious. And if you got around it, you was very susceptible of receiving it yourself. And these men, no doubt, had parts of their body missing. They were rotting. They stunk. And because of that, there was a place that they had to be. They couldn't mix with the others because they were trying to keep others from being infected with it. Amen. And, and these men, they knew their place as far as men were concerned, but they also realized that Jesus is our only hope. Amen. We understand what man's expectations are with our problems, but we also realize if we don't get a hold of Jesus, we will beat this way for the rest of our lives. Amen. And sometimes, in order to get what you need from God you got to go beyond the expectations of those around you hallelujah and the Bible lets us know that they were not just congregated there but they were no doubt waiting for him to come they had heard that he was coming through and the Bible lets us know that as soon as they were close to his presence they begin to lift up their voice and they begin to cry out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Amen. Which lets me know, and I'm glad today in the prayer room, it wasn't a whisper session. I'm glad it wasn't just a moaning or a meditation or a lip, lip-sync session. But thank God I heard me and the ladies lifting up their voices yeah. and calling on the name
2: of Jesus. Just to believe that if you have dead prayer before
1: church, you would have dead church after prayer. Hallelujah. You have dead church prayer before church, you would have dead altar calls But, oh, Jesus! you give me a prayer room that's so you give me a prayer room that's so fire and you're going to feel what we have felt from the beginning of this service. Amen! Oh, we have a witness here today.
0: Hallelujah. They wasn't uh, just whispering and softly uh, and crying out. uh, But Brother Pastor Camarena, they were desperately, loudly, and boldly crying out, Have mercy on us! Hallelujah. The Bible says in James 5 and 16, the the latter part says, uh, The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. In other words, hallelujah, in other words, strong, desperate, loud, from the heart, uh, praying, uh, it has a way of bringing down much power from the presence of Almighty God. The harder you pray, the more
1: power you're going to feel. The more power you begin to feel, the harder you want to pray. And the harder
0: you pray, it's a cycle. Does anybody know about that cycle here today? The opposite is, the opposite of the strong, powerful prayer is dead, lifeless, emotionless prayer brings little or no power from the presence of God. Somebody here today needs, before we walk out of this building, to cry out to God Hallelujah. why,
1: so that you can lead with what you need your soul. Oh, somebody, let's practice right now. Do whatever you feel Somebody the floor
0: and a paradox Somebody la 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 They cried out, people may say well I don't really believe in loud praying I don't believe in lifting your voice well, believe what you want to believe but all I know is throughout the word of God everybody that cried out to Jesus got results yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's the crowd I want to follow. And they got his attention. And the Bible said he turned to all ten of them. He didn't touch them. He didn't say magic words over them. He didn't say you're healed. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to tell you, just touching his presence, just getting his attention sometimes is all we need to do. If we can just get him to look our way, if we can just get him to turn in our direction, things begin to happen. Hallelujah. If we begin to have something to happen, uh, miracles begin to take place. Uh, Hallelujah. Amen. Brother, I appreciate the way you led the service this morning. The honor of God. Uh, Hallelujah. Everything in this present, in this service, is an honor of God right now. Uh, Hallelujah. But the Bible tells that we just simply turn to the and say, Go and show yourself to the priest. In other words, uh, hallelujah, they got up uh, and they started walking to the priest. They was probably thinking, why are we heading to the priest? Uh, why are we going to show ourselves to the priest? Uh, but on the way there, uh, the Bible said uh, they were healed of their leprosy. Uh, hallelujah. Healed head to the priest because if they would have just went from there and said I'm healed the priest would have lied no doubt and said they never had leprosy to start with but they had to go check in hey you remember me John you remember me Bob you remember me Tom yeah you're the leper okay just want to make sure that you know I'm a leper but would you look at me again hallelujah I've been touched I've been touched by the presence of God in
1: other words I don't want you to be on the of my God me okay.
0: Amen. They were healed. What does that mean? It simply means the process. The, the, the process of leprosy stopped.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: The thing that was rottening their bodies ended. The thing, the problem that was causing the earpiece, the ears to fall, off, the fingers to fall, the nose, the hair. It all come to a screeching halt. Hallelujah. And there they stood, fingers still missing, ears still missing, amen. eyelashes, or eyebrows still missing probably, and the hair still missing, but they realized the pain is gone. It's not working in my body no more. It's not still eating away at my flesh. And one of them realized, if he can do this by just getting into his presence, yes. what can he do if I get back into his presence? And instead of getting I'm sure he said, "Hey boys, uh, you can go to your, your your earthly priest if you want to, uh, but I'm going back to the physician. Uh, I'm going to the priest of all priests. Uh, I'm gonna if he can do that. Uh, hey man, there's still some pieces missing in my life. Uh, there's still some parts in my life I needed to fix. Uh, but I'm gonna get back in his presence. Uh, man has never been able to do anything for me, uh, but he's done more for me uh, in a few moments uh, than any doctor, any man that I know of." ever done in my life and the Bible said he came running to Jesus and Pastor Camarena he fell at his feet on his face and began to praise him and thank him what before I ask him for anything else I want to first thank I've got people I'm praying for. i got situations that I need you to work out. But before I ever get to that, Lord, I want to thank you for what you've already done. Thank you for the times you've already healed me. Thank you for the times you've already protected me. Thank you for the times you've already paid my bills. Thank you for the times you've already supplied me. This is a thankful church today. I said, "This is a thankful church today." You can tell what kind of church it is when you get on certain subjects and they come alive. They start talking around here about being thankful for what God has done. That just touched a nerve with somebody. I feel like somebody's saying, "He's been better to me." Does
1: anybody? Else that I know?
0: And while he was praising God, Jesus said, I thought I healed ten of them. Where's the other nine? Amen. He said, all I see is this. He looked at the crowd. All I see is this one right here that came back to give me some praise. He was talking to the crowd. But then he looked down at the one that was praising him. Again, he was looking at the crowd. He said, where's the other folks that I've healed? Where's the others that I've done something for? Why aren't they here getting more from me? Why aren't they here worshiping me? What's their problem? Uh, hallelujah. And he said, the only one i found is this one right here. He's praising me. And then he turned to the man on his face. He said, arise and go thy way. Thy faith, your praise, your worship, you're returning back to me hath made thee what? Whole. Whole. I'll tell you exactly what happened in that moment. Remember, he already cleansed him of the leprosy. He already got rid of the problem. (laughs) I'll tell you what happened. He said, because you've returned and thanked me for what I've already done, and you stuck with me, I'm going to do more. I'm going to make you whole. The earlobe came back. The eyelid came back. The hair began to come back. He left that day completely whole. Right. Right. I believe it with all my heart. Amen. But I want to show you the steps Jesus took real quickly. He could have, at first, put the hair back, put the ear back, put the nose back, the fingers back, before he took the problem away. And if he would have brought the missing pieces back first, without first removing that which was causing the missing pieces to fall off, the problem would have done itself all over again, and it would have caused the pieces to fall right back off. Are you with me? Amen. If he would... if he, see, see, he didn't deal. The symptoms of these boys was the fact that body parts were missing. But that wasn't their problem. That was their symptoms.
2: Amen.
0: But Jesus took care of the problem first that was causing the symptoms. He would have been foolish to have took care of the symptoms without fixing the problem. If he had brought the body parts back, the problem would have caused them to be lost again. Are you with me here today? Amen. 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 And I'm going to tell you, that's the way our Jesus works today. He does not fix the symptoms first. He fixes that which is causing the symptoms first. Amen. Hallelujah. If He took care of the symptoms first without fixing the problem, uh, the problem would have continued causing the trouble. Uh, Amen. And I want to tell somebody here this morning, uh, you've got some needs. uh, You've got some situations you want God to fix. uh, But sometimes before He can fix our troubles... uh, he has to first fix what is causing the troubles in our lives right, right. before he can fix your troubles. Uh, before he can heal your marriage, uh, before he can heal your family, uh, before he can fix the relationship—excuse <coughs> me—between you and your children, uh, or you and your parents, uh, or you and your friends. Uh, before he can fix your finances, uh, he first has to fix you. Yes. All right. All right, Amen. Amen. Can somebody praise Him right now. help you get a good job he has to first help you with the problem that's caused you to lose every other job before he can fix your finances he's got to fix the problem that caused us to get the show hallelujah in the shape that we're in hallelujah because if he fixes the symptoms without fixing what's causing the symptoms the symptoms will come right back
1: Oh, somebody praise him. with your symptoms for a little while but our God can take
0: away the problem that's causing the symptoms are you with me? watch this, watch this the Bible says one day on his way to Gadara, and I'm not going to be much longer he was heading to deliver a man that has been bound by demons for years Mark chapter 4 Excuse me. And verse 37, Mark 4 and 37, the Bible said, and there she's quick, I think. Amen. Oh, she's slow. I'm just mess with it. Mark chapter 4 and 37 through 39. The Bible said, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves began to beat into the ship, and it was now full. Hallelujah. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said to him, Master, care us not that we perish. Amen. Notice there was a storm. It was a raging. Look what happened in verse 39. The Bible said, And he arose. And what did he do? Read it with he rebuked the wind. He rebuked the wind. But he said, Peace to the sea. Hallelujah. Or he spoke to the sea and said, Peace be sealed. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. But I want you to notice the difference. Leave that scripture up. The difference between what he said to the wind and what he said to the sea. Amen. It wasn't the sea that was causing the problem. It was the wind that was causing the problem. It was the storm that was causing the problem and Jesus didn't rebuke the sea. He rebuked the problem that was causing the sea to be an more. He rebuked the wind. Rebuke
1: the and then once he rebuked the wind, he spoke peace to the sea. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm
0: Come on, today, God. I'm not even gonna name the symptoms. I'm not even gonna name the symptoms. I just need you to get inside of me and take out the thing that's causing these troubles in my heart. Make me a better man. Make me a better husband. Make me a better mama. Make me a better wife. I want to be a better saint of God. God, get these spirits out of me. Get these problems out of me.
1: church sees what the people around me see that's just the symptoms but that's not my problem I need for my problem to be removed yes 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 hallelujah
0: Hallelujah. anybody understand where I'm at today if God comes in your life and fixes the troubles but that doesn't fix what caused the troubles you understand where I'm at the troubles will come right back. it's not God's plan pastor for us to keep putting band-aids over the sores those sores start popping up on your body that's not the problem
2: that's the symptom of the problem
0: are you with me? Amen. So just to cover them up with a yeah. land-aid, that's not the answer. They'll right. yeah. pop up somewhere else. Or you just keep covering and covering and temporary covering. Yeah. That's not the answer. Right. Yeah. The answer is let somebody that's skilled in that area right. go inside and find the cause, the problem right. that's causing those symptoms to pop up, those spots to pop up. And once he removes the problem, Symptoms will automatically disappear immediately. Oh, somebody love him. I feel it here today. I feel it here today. I feel his presence. I'm here to tell somebody Jesus is not here today to put a band-aid on your symptoms. He's not here today to just cover up your symptoms. He's not here today to just hide your troubles. No, that's not what it's all about. He is here today. He is here today to get in the side of somebody and take the very thing out of you that is causing you hate the... These troubles, you hate the results, you mean, you hate the symptoms, you hate the things that's going on in your life, but you just can't seem to cover them up fast enough. You try to subdue them, you try to hide them, but they keep popping up at the worst times. Hey Amen. He's not here to help you cover them, he's not here to help you hide them, he's here to take the problem that's causing the troubles of somebody's life today. Oh somebody loving right now.
1: I'm here
0: to tell somebody that's not your problem. What we see is not your problem. What we are dealing with, that's not your problem. What you counsel with your pastor about, that's not your problem. That's a result. God knows where the problem is. Jesus knew what he was doing. He wasn't there to put, just cover up their leprosy. He wasn't there just to hide the leprosy. He was there to put an end to it. He was there to get rid of what was causing the leprosy. I feel his presence here right now in this house. Just the piano player if she feels it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I've got way more notes than I have time, but I'm not worried about our notes right now. The problem remover is here. First things first. Let's take care of the problem first. We'll deal with the symptoms later. Let's get the problem fixed now. Then I'll give you that job. Let's get the problem fixed. Then I'll put the marriage back together. Let's get rid of the problem. Then I'll fix the family. let me me show you before I give you a chance to pray if you even feel like it I feel his presence I feel like somebody right now your soul is screaming out screaming out get me in the presence of God get me to an altar get me to a place of prayer I don't want to pray about my symptoms anymore I want to pray about the problem. Because if God takes away the problem, the symptoms will go right along with them. My, 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 my. I'm going to tell you one of the biggest problems in the Pentecostal church today, religion as a whole, churches today, is people come to an altar and they pray Jesus. Jesus. I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry for failing you. I'm sorry for going there. I'm sorry for getting involved with that. I'm sorry for saying what I shouldn't have said, watching that, wearing this, going there. And all they're praying about is saying, God, I'm sorry for the symptoms. There. Yeah, that's true. And they get up and they feel good they wonder why they can't overcome it and they're ending up doing it again and again and again I'll tell you why because all they're doing is covering the You understand what I'm talking about anybody with me right now you He's just covering up the symptoms you're just putting a bandaid on the symptom but i tell you what somebody needs to do I feel this here today you don't need to get in God's presence to say I'm sorry for cussing. I'm sorry for drinking. I'm sorry for looking at porn. I'm sorry for saying what I said and doing what I did. And letting God just put a bandaid over what you did. Somebody needs to get in the presence of God and cry out to Him. And get serious with Him. And pray, God, I'm not here dealing with the symptoms today. I need you to get inside of me. I need you, God, to remove the problem. Amen. Amen. And when that problem is gone, that desire, that spirit, that weakness is out of you. You won't have to be repenting of the symptoms anymore. Was well, anybody right. with me? Amen. Jesus stepped on that shore. There came a man that was living in the tomb to screaming and crying, running naked, up and down the mountains to the tomb, screaming, cutting himself with stones. That wasn't his problem though. That's just the symptoms. But Jesus saw, no, no, I'm not going to deal with all that. I'm going straight to the problem. He said, come out of him. And what did he do with the problem? He took it and threw it right in the ocean and washed it away with the water. Whoa. Amen. <laughs> He washed that problem away. It wasn't in the man no more. They found the man a few moments later. He wasn't running crazy no more. He wasn't naked no more. He wasn't cutting himself with stones anymore. What happened? Automatically, symptoms are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Why? The inside speaks. <laughs> hi, 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 hi. Yeah. Yes. Oh, somebody love him right now. I'm done. I'm yes. done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Hallelujah! Is anybody? It's your. I don't know how y'all to do it, but wherever you? you want to find a place to pray, yet, brother, you need to talk to Jesus today. Sister, why don't you talk to Him? Man, why don't you find a place right now? Why don't you find a place? Don't expect Jesus to walk up to you. He's already here. Jesus' presence is here. He needs for somebody to get His attention. Hallelujah! God, heal me of this conversation.
1: Heal me. God,
0: take what's called the problems away. Hallelujah. Is there a place, is there a place to get along with Jesus? The never Jesus. To never Jesus. To never Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I can be a better woman than this. I can be a better mama than this. I can be I'm not a backslider. I'm not bad. But I could be a whole lot better than what I'm doing. But there's one little problem down inside of me that keeps me having to say I'm sorry. And if it wasn't for that, I could excel so much higher in God. But I got this one little stupid problem that keeps knocking me back down. And God, I'm tired of saying I'm sorry for it. Hallelujah. I'm tired of saying I'm sorry for these stupid symptoms. I need to get the problem fixed today, God. And once that problem's gone, I can be whatever I need to be in God. And here's where somebody is right now. Down in the south where we was from, they had oak trees, and a us oak tree, seed, or whatever to get in the ground, you could look in the yard and you'd see a little twig sprout up about three inches tall. And if you didn't want that oak tree growing there, you'd go... Clip it right then. That's the easiest time to clip it right now. But if you say, I'll get to it later, then you come back a month, now it's about a foot tall. I'll get to it later. It's not big, it's under control, it's not hurting enough, and I'll take care of it. I don't have time right now, then three months later, five months later, it's still easy enough, I can take care of that, no problem. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes it gets away from us and before you know it, it's a full-grown tree. And now it's not easy to get rid of. It can't be gotten rid of, but it's going to take a lot of work now. It's going to take a lot of trouble, a lot of sweat, a lot of tears, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt if I ever get rid of it. I say somebody today, don't wait till it's full-grown. You need to cut it off right now. Dig it out right now. Get that problem out right now. But if it has grown to be a full-grown problem in your life, every time you find you a place to pray, after you thank God for being good to you, you start praying about that right then. God, get it out of me. And if you feel like it's still there the next morning when you get up, keep praying. Let that be the top priority until it's finally out of your system. Anybody know what I'm talking about Amen. today? Wonderful group of folks, Pastor Camilleri. It is, it's powerful here. This is a powerful church. I mean, I feel it. I'm not just saying that. I wouldn't say that everywhere. I've been places that wasn't. This is a powerful place here today. Yes, Jesus. It's like a powder keg here. There ain't no telling what God's fixing to do in this place. Yes. But I don't want God doing anything around me. I don't want God doing anything without me. I want to get whatever's out of my life right now, so that I can be a part of the revival. <laughs> Let's worship here, let's go and pray. Pray. pray one more time.